Chapter Sixteen of Remodeled Farmhouses by Mary H. Northend. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Cynthia Moyer. Chapter Sixteen The W. P. Adden House. Many of the old houses still contain some fine specimens of old hardware that were used when they were built, more especially the H and L hinges and the old latches which have not been removed. The knockers have often disappeared, being more conspicuous and therefore eagerly sought, not only by collectors but by builders of new houses into which colonial ideas have been introduced. If you are looking for this particular feature in the farmhouse, you will probably find it widely varied, as the different owners of the house each had his own special ideas and changed the hardware to suit his tastes. Many did not realize the importance of these fixtures in retaining the sixteenth and seventeenth century interiors. It is absolutely necessary that the hardware should correspond in material to period. Too little thought has been given to this subject and has led to an incongruous use of hardware, leaving an impression of lack of information concerning the correct architectural details of the house. There is a decided difference between the hardware that was used in the latter part of the sixteenth century and the early seventeenth and that we employ today the twentieth century builders hardware covers a great variety of objects included in every part of the house in colonial times the term was applied to few such as latches locks knockers and hinges some of which were very ornamental in design for they ranged from small pieces to large ones the evolution of this special feature of the house is of interest to the house builder it originated in the dark ages at which period we find used romanesque renaissance and gothic types in so many different forms that it is little wonder the architect turns to them for copy. The best examples are seen in the late sixteenth and early seventeenth century houses, when the decoration of the entrance door was a very serious subject and received great attention, especially during the colonial period. Then the knockers were of the most importance and were either of cast iron or brass. The former were often very beautiful in design and were used on the earlier houses, for brass did not come into favor until later. Unfortunately, the waning vogue of this piece of hardware led to many rare pieces being destroyed or thrown into the melting pot. It is fortunate that some house owners realized their worth and that 
collectors felt they would become a fad later on and so stored them away which accounts for many old knockers found on the market today the latch lock knob and hinge are also interesting the former is made from either iron or brass but rarely of any other metal before the appearance of the latch the door ring was used but this it would be most difficult to locate the thumb latch is occasionally fanciful in design but is generally very plain and is rarely seen even in old-time houses having been replaced by the doorknob the most common feature and one which we are quite apt to discover is the long strap hinge which was designed for a special purpose for we must remember that in the early days wooden pins were used to fasten the door and while they kept it compact yet it demanded the strap hinge also for protection this hinge will be found in many different patterns and makes sometimes running almost the entire width of the door and often constructed in three sections the upper lower and central although frequently only two were used the ornamental ones are rarely if ever seen in farmhouses being confined to the wealthier class the plain iron ones were more often found and these are of two types the one known as the h hinge and the other as the h and l closet doors are often equipped with the h hinge which takes its name from its formation because of the fact that the home builders of today are turning their attention more and more to the use of decorative hardware one should be very careful to retain this feature as an effective detail in the interior finish of a remodeled farmhouse in the town of reading massachusetts is a most attractive remodeled farmhouse that has been carefully worked out by w p adden with such a regard for the preservation of old-time atmosphere that it can be considered as a fine type to copy not only has the exterior been carefully planned but the owner has gone farther and made a special study of the hardware so that the house today contains many wonderful examples that are correct in their treatment and add much to the atmosphere of the home this old farmhouse was originally a gambrel roofed cottage built about seventeen sixty and was probably a four-roomed house as is indicated by the partitions filled with brick that were found in the center of the present house and also by an old brick oven and fireplace which were buried up and covered over by the portion of an old brick chimney evidently added later the additions to this dwelling even when purchased by the present owner had been carefully planned 
so that there were no awkward joinings or incongruous jogs discernible in the outline there is no doubt that here as in other old farmhouses the early builders had displayed an inherent sense of proper proportion and the additions which were made from time to time might be said to be after expressions of first thoughts when this house was first purchased it was in an excellent state of preservation with the exception of the l which was past repairing it faced directly south and had evidently been set by a compass regardless of street boundary though the location was only a short distance from the main road the design of the house contained all the characteristics of early construction the small paned windows closely cropped eaves and long unrelieved roof-line at the time of the purchase of the estate which had originally included hundreds of acres it was surrounded by a low wall of field stone which had evidently been taken from the grounds to make tillage possible the house stood on a slope and was surrounded by grassland the same idea is carried out today in that little attempt has been made at garden culture the owner preferring to keep the estate as near as possible to the farmlands of centuries ago after the remodeling was commenced many interesting facts of construction were brought to light the north side of the house which was originally the rear was changed by the present owner into the main front with entrance and staircase hall the hall was necessarily small and in order to make it practical five feet of the large central chimney had to be removed including three fireplaces and two brick ovens it was then found that this portion had evidently been added to the house after the original chimney had been built as an old fireplace and brick oven were found on the line of a partition on the south side of the hall it was also discovered that in all probability the original house had a lean-to at the north which was used for a kitchen and that this fireplace and brick oven were a part of the old room the original chimney was found by actual measurement to be sixteen feet by seven and a half feet and the stone foundation was the largest ever seen being ample enough to accommodate the wide hearths as well as the chimney in fact today it takes all the central portion of the basement leaving two small spaces on either side in the remodeling it was found that the original work was laid up with clay meadow clay being taken as a binder the exterior required little alteration save on the north side where it was necessary to remove a portion of the wall in order to run the hall out under the roof of the house so that it might be two stories in height 
the front of the house which faced directly south was left unaltered with the exception that on the opposite side from the l a glass enclosed piazza was built of like width length and height this afforded a ballast as it were to the main building and made a comfortable playroom for the children a new porch arched with colonial pillars was built at the front of the house in keeping with the type in the l a second one of less formal proportions was designed which was reached by a flagging of rough stones a third porch of entirely different character was a finish to the rear of the house and shows lattice-work being quite ornamental in design the angle formed by the main building and the new l gave space for a flower plot and here is located a small rose garden this is outlined by broad paths of stone surrounding the whole are wide borders of old-fashioned flowers which lend a touch of color that is very attractive entering through the front porch one comes to a new hall and with the exception of this there has been little change in interior this hall is most interesting here are found the h and l hinges a yellow and white colonial wallpaper and a staircase that divides at the landing and by easy treads leads on either side to chambers above an old grandfather's clock is an appropriate furnishing for this part of the house all through the lower story the old woodwork has been carefully preserved and where it was destroyed it has been replaced the living room is practically as it was when purchased here we find the h hinges and the old-time latches while through the center of the room runs a beam which had to be cased in and which has been painted white to match the trim at one side a built-in bookcase has followed the architectural lines so perfectly that it seems as if it had been there ever since the house was built the simple colonial fireplace shows more ornamentation than is generally found in old farmhouses which indicates that it was of a better type dwelling with its new wall hangings and white trim this room is most attractive it connects with the sun parlor at one end and is well lighted and most homelike in atmosphere the dining room facing east has had a new group of windows added and contains the largest fireplace in the house the china closet above the fireplace was discovered when the plaster was removed for the purpose of building in a similar one this room is fitted with h and l hinges and the old-time iron latch it was originally a portion of the old kitchen the remainder of it being taken for a lavatory and passageway all through the house we find that careful attention has been paid not only to hardware 
to furnishings. No new-fashioned pieces have been used in any room in the house, and this careful attention to details has been carried out even in the lighting fixtures, which are all of the colonial type. The second-story floor has undergone changes to meet the requirements of the present owner. One half of this story is devoted to the nursery. It is equipped with a large fireplace, deep closets, bath, and nurse's room, while the remainder provides a large bedroom, bath, and dressing room. It has been so arranged that each part is distinct by itself, and convenience has been looked after in every particular. The original attic was entirely unfinished, and when new stairs were erected in the second-story hall, there was great difficulty in finding room enough to enter the attic by the side of the large chimney. In the remodeling of this house, comfort, a careful following of colonial details, and an especial attention to the hardware are the salient features. End of chapter 16